0: I won't try to promise that someday it all works out, cause this is the valley. church family. How y'all doing this morning? I, I, I only heard from my choir uh, praise team behind me. I said, good morning, church family. How y'all doing this morning? Come on, guys. I, I, I got to ask one more time. Good morning, church family. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, I can hear y'all now. Look, Y'all got to understand, I, I I have to talk to teenagers sometimes, so, you know, I, I have an expertise in getting people to speak up a little bit. So. But, no, uh, church, it's so good to see y'all this morning. It's so good to be in God's house and be ready to, to come and hear His great word and to, to praise His name and to just, just dive into the presence of God. It's so wonderful, and it's so good to bring your families, and when you get to celebrate... Celebrate and worship God together. Yes, Daddy sing. Daddy actually gonna going talk. Okay. She said, so so, "Mommy, yeah." So, anyways, guys, it's so awesome, and I'm glad that y'all are here. We have some awesome stuff. The praise team is ready. They're geared. They're the, y'all ready? Hey, they ready to lead us into the presence of God? Y'all ready? Are y'all ready to worship the presence of God? Yes, amen. That's what I'm talking about. Look. I love y'all brother andy loves y'all everybody in this church i can guarantee you that at some point they can tell you they love you but it's not as important it's not as much as our heavenly father so this morning church if everybody would let's stand let's all stand if you can and as we prepare to to worship him as we prepare to to lift our hands lift our voice to, to praise him through the worship and song Let's, let's pray. Let's pray and let's, let's, let's ask Him to move in a mighty way in this service. And let's ask Him this morning to touch our hearts and our lives individually so that we will leave change that when we showed up and we could take something from His Word, from His Spirit and live our lives different every single day. So let's pray this morning. Let's lift him up. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you, Lord, for allowing us the very opportunity to come and worship you today, to be in your presence, God, and to lift up, because, Lord, you are worthy to be praised and to be lifted up by us, God, with our voice, with our mouth, God. Lord, we ask, Lord, as we Lord go through this service, as we move into the worship aspect today, God, that you anoint first and foremost of the anoint the the, the 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 praise worship team, God, Lord, for the musicians and singers, God, you just Lord use them in a mighty way to lead us into the presence of you of your presence, God. So, Lord, we also ask, God, as we move, Lord, God, that you anoint brother Andy. as he prepares as he's already prepared and you've given the word to him i pray that you anoint his his anoint him to be able to deliver it clearly lord to us and be able to lord give us lord some of your word in our heart that we can lord lift leave and live changed from when we showed up God, Lord, I pray, Lord, as we, Lord, continue this week, as we go our ways, God, that you, Lord, Lord, guide our footsteps. Lord, protect our paths and, Lord, lead us into the place that, Lord, you would have us be. God, Lord, I love you. I thank you. And again, I, I lift your name because, Lord, that's what it's all about. It's about lifting you and praising you and loving you, God. And we love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you would, remain standing and worship with us this morning. Yes,
1: worship in song with us this morning as we praise the Lord
2: understand something. I know that I try to sing this song every once in a while. I'm sure that I butcher it. But in the ears of God, God hears somebody crying out to Him. And it sounds great. It may not sound great in anybody else's ears, but it sounds great in the ears of God. Think about this. When I think of what God has done for me, here I was dead in my sin, when I think about what God has done for me, how He's brought me out of sin, when I think of what God's done for me, how He's healed my body, how He's set my foot upon a solid foundation, when I think about what God's done, I'm going to tell you, I can't sit back and just do nothing. I've got to get up. Now listen, I'm going to tell you something. If somebody walks up and they give you $1,000, I didn't say 100 because because $100 do not mean much anymore. Somebody walks up and they give you $1,000, why well, ain't you just going to look at them and say, oh, thank you. I'll deal with that later. Throw it on the end table. Throw it on the nightstand. Get, du- get dushed. Just bit. Oops get dust just built up all over it. We're gonna sit back in our spiritual recliner and we're just gonna yawn and take a nap. No, when I think about what God's done for me, I'm gonna tell you something. It causes me to get on my feet. He causes me to stand up. He causes me to clap my hands. He causes me to lift my hands. He causes me to rejoice. Why? Take a look at this course. Look at what the course says. It says, when I think about what God's done for me, how He, or the verse, excuse me, how He has healed me. He saved me. He raised me. Look, I, I'm gonna tell you something. some folks that was just dead in sin and they was flat on their back. They didn't know what to do next they had come to their wit's den they didn't know what was going to happen tomorrow but guess what he saved me he raised me he healed me physically and spiritually then what did he do he filled me with heavens I'm going to tell y'all something right now If you ain't never felt the Holy Spirit of God flowing through, there's something about it. Y'all believe it or not, and I know you don't believe it. I've said it and you don't believe it. I once was shy. I didn't talk to nobody. But there was that one uh, Sunday afternoon when all of a sudden down at an altar, everybody kept getting prayed for, somebody else got prayed for, somebody else got prayed for, and then we all started going to our seats. And there was a sweet little saint of God, she said, to this little 14 year old, shy, bashful, didn't talk to nobody, said do you want to get prayed for you know what I said what did that shy little boy say I'll wait till later she said no cause we we're in the south no right here right now I'm going to tell you something the Holy Spirit of God hit me from the top of my great and thick headed of a hair. And it went all the way to the soles of my feet. I ain't been shy no more. I ain't been bashful no more. Why? Because I got something to get excited about. The Holy Spirit of God got a hold of my life. God touched me. He filled me with the Holy Ghost. What's the next lines? He healed me to the uttermost then what did he do he makes me want to shout hallelujah thank you jesus lord you're worthy of all all the glory all the honor and all the praise Too many times our glory gets divided, our honor gets divided, our praise gets divided. We need to give it all to God. Oh, but God's not done nothing to me yet. (laughs) He look, He got you up this morning. He got you up this morning. He got you up this morning. I'm gonna tell you something. There's some of us in here that our joints are starting to do things they ain't supposed to do. He got us up this morning. There's some that their lungs ain't operating like they should. He got us up this morning. There's There's some that's gone through a hard day this last week, he got us up this morning. They some that's faced all sorts of troubles and all sorts of trials. He got us up this morning. Now, I want you to know something. They fixing to sing this one. Y'all, this is one of my favorite songs. I like this. Now, church... Let me tell you, you can go anywhere. Look, look, y'all want you? You need to hear me. Y'all get ready. You need to hear me. You can go anywhere to get a good talking to. You can go anywhere and you can have a 12 piece orchestra and a hundred people in a choir. They can sing everything on key. But there's only a few places you can go and you can hear good singing and you can feel the presence of God. That matters. I got one. That matters. Hello? Now, if you if you're able, would you stand all over the house, those that are not? And I want you to give God a great hand clap of praise. Like you ain't never praised him before. And I'm going to tell you something. God is wanting to move. But you got to allow God to move. Why? Because
1: when I think about the Lord, I think about him. How he saved, oh, he saved me. How he raised, he raised me. me up. How he fell. Oh, come on.
2: say, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Church, as you're being seated, would you give this praise team a hand clap of appreciation? They get gooder and gooder every week. God's good, ain't he? This praise team will be a whole lot better if somebody sent him a drummer. They should play with the flip. God's good. Amen? Glory be to God. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for being in the house of God. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. God's doing something around Coosa Valley. I'm just going to drop this in your mindset. This is October the 31st of the year 2021. Hello? Hello? This is October the 31st. Man, these last two years has gone by. These last five years has gone by. These last ten years has gone by. These last... And when I mean... I wasn't talking about that. (laughs) When I say the last ten years, I mean these last 18 months. 19 months, whatever it is now. Feels like it's been forever, does it not? But it feels like just the other day we had them standing up on television saying we got to shut down for 14 days in this nation. 14 days ain't got over yet. But I'm going to tell you something. What was going on, I want you all to think about this. In November, December of 2019, I started laying a little bit of a foundation for the year 2020. And that foundation was stay connected. 2020 was stay connected. I had no idea the impact that stay connected really meant. Because March of 2020, we had to stay connected. Some of you got so sick and tired of hearing a text from me every other day. Phone call. Somebody came to me and said, boy, well, as a pastor, your workload decreased. I'm not saying this, complain but during that shutdown of three to four months, I was teaching Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. Every so often, Brother Michael and Sister Elizabeth, they, would, they started doing uh, Wednesday nights, started doing devotionals, worship and devotionals. And then a few months goes by, and we're able to bring a few of the praise team in. Had to be very, very careful. Is what we're being told. I want you all to know something. I am not knocking COVID as being a false sickness because it was. It is. Hello? Hello? It's, it's sickness. Now listen. You cannot listen to the news and find out what's going on. You have got to get into the Word of God. Yes, Maybe I'll say that again. If you want the truth, instead of getting into the news, get into the Word of God. We haven't got here this far. I'm just going to throw this one in. Revelation 18 and verse 17, I believe is the verse. You need to go back and you need to read that. And then you need to turn on the news and you need to see what's setting off the coast of California. 20 years ago, when I, I did, I taught Revelation about 20 years ago. Took me about six months. It's been over a year and a half now and we're still going. You're in three or four months. We're still rolling with this, okay? 20 years ago I said this is what's going to happen. Today I'm telling you this is what is happening. This happened yesterday. This happened last week. But you need to read Revelation 18 and verse 17 and you need to tell me that God's not doing something in the last days. Hello? God's doing it. Now church, you've got to realize I did not have a clue when I said 2020 was going to be stay connected. 2021, stay together. Ignite students stronger together. Let me tell you something, church. That is more relevant today than it was a month ago. We've already been talking about, and I've gone around and I've talked to a couple. Matter of fact, I was sitting, this had nothing to do with our conversation, but me and my wife was sitting at Jack's with another family that's a department leader in this church. We was in the middle of a conversation, and God had already been dealing with me about about 2022, and all of a sudden, three words, I'm not telling you yet, three words came out of my mouth, and I forgot what we was talking about. The person across the table said, Brother Andy, are you okay? I said, "Uh uh-huh. I, I, y'all got to hang on. I don't even remember what he was talking about. Y'all just hang on just a second. My mind's got to process this. I'm going to tell you something, church. These next couple of months, starting with today, right now, this morning, we're going to be laying a little bit of a foundation for next year. If we make it to next year. We've been talking about the blessings of God since Pentecost. We've been talking about how to keep the blessings of God. We've been talking about a spiritual warfare over the last several weeks. Everybody remember that? Last Sunday we passed out prayer declarations that you need to pray one a day over your family and over this church. Brother Andy, I didn't get those. Thank you for bringing that up. When you walk out those doors, turn to your right, they're printed and laying on that table. I lost mine because I didn't think it meant anything. Pick it up and don't lose this one. I'm, y'all saying that is a joke. Come on now. Church, I need your help. I, I need your help. Something is fixing to take place. Not only on earth. In the United States of America, in Alabama, St. Clair County, in Coosa Valley Church of God. If you want it to take place, we've got to get a hold of God. If I go to the Mexican restaurant and I sit down and I never tell what I want, they can't bring me anything. You go into wherever you... They don't know what you want. I'm going to tell you something. You've got to get a hold of God so that you and God are on the same page. It's not your page. It's God's page. Hello? I w- if you have your Bibles, I want you to go ahead and turn with us. This morning, the title of this... Go ahead and turn to Romans chapter 8. But the title of this is What is our purpose as believers? What is our purpose as believers? Church, we got a purpose. We have a purpose. Our purpose is more than holding a pew down. Had a sweet saint of God, Sister Marie Tate. I would go visit her. She'd be sitting there. She'd be reading that Bible. And y'all, look, she didn't have one of these Bibles like this. She didn't have one like, does anybody have one of those family Bibles that weighs about a thousand pounds? That's what she was reading. I still ain't figured out how she picked that, that Bible up. Her family probably put it on the little table. But it was, and then even with that, she had a magnifying glass. One of them big old magnifying glasses that she was, she would lay on the page so she could read it. Boy, I'm going to tell you, that's, de- that's dedication. And we can't get... Look, right now, today, your Bible is wherever you go, and we can't get people to read it. Did I say that out loud? There's somebody back here with a microphone. They're saying stuff. Church, I would leave her house. I'd go and I'd tell her about the great things that's going on around the Church. I'd tell her, oh, we've, done, we've cleaned off of this. And we've, we've done this in this room. We've painted this. We've done this. And she said, this is what she'd say when I was leaving. She'd say, Brother Andy, I can't do all that stuff. I used to teach. I can't teach no more. Y'all, she's teaching now. <laughs> she said, I can't work in the yard like I used to. Y'all, I've been told that woman would work in the yard. She'd say, I can't do all those things anymore. I don't know what I can do for the church any longer. I would kneel down right there beside her little wheelchair and I'd tell her, Sister Tate, you're probably doing more than a lot of folks are doing because I know you're praying for your pastor and for that church family. She said, Brother Andy, that's all I can do. I said, I'm going to tell you something. That's more important than anything else that anybody else is doing. Come on! You ever have one of them saints of them old... Look, I didn't say that in the derogatory statement. But you ever have one of those old saints of God that knows how to pray? Read an article and you're going to hear this article a couple of more times over the next few weeks. But I read an article, or an article was being read to me. Oh, let me get it truthful. I've read this article many times ago, many months ago, a year or so ago. But I had, I had an article being read to me. And part of that article says, we have so many, I'm going to paraphrase it. we got so many folks today that thinks that we need to go back to the good old days where they had, didn't have nothing to do. Y'all, let me tell you something. How many of you drove a vehicle, a road in a vehicle to church this morning? Everybody in here but me. Oh, Brother Wayne and Celeste, yeah. Everybody in here drove a road in a vehicle. You had air or heat. Right? Is it comfortable seats? How many of you's vehicles? I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. How many? There's some of y'all's vehicles that when you set down them seats, they'll start heating up or they'll cool. They'll, they'll, they'll do. Look, there's one, one of y'all's, I don't remember which one it is. I've rode your passenger seat and you got air conditioning in that seat. Boy, it makes parts of your body cold. Boy, we got a luxurious way of getting to church, don't we? But when you think back, they they walked two miles. Sometimes three and four miles one way. And the church was packed. Brother Andy, the church would be packed if you'd, have a, if you'd have student ministries, if you'd have Sunday school, you have a nursery, you have children's church. The churches was packed. And everybody was in one room. And when I say one room, I mean one room because there was only one room. How many of you today? I know Cade did because he did it just a little bit ago. How many of you today are glad that you can walk out those flapping little doors right there? You can walk out in that foyer and you can walk into one of those little rooms and it's got running water. There's a light switch. No, you ain't even got to touch a light switch. You walk in, the light switch comes on for you. Hello? But there was a time that they had to walk. All the way to the back field for the outhouse. And it wasn't one of those plastic things that they come and deliver, okay? Use your imagination. But church, I believe that the purpose of believers has gotten lost. The purpose of church, look. Y'all need to hear me. I'm glad we've got a nursery department. I'm glad we've got children's church, student ministries, young adults. I'm glad we've got all of these. I'm glad we've got a praise team. I'm glad we've got instruments. I'm glad we've got a PA system. I'm glad we've got all of these things. But I believe that we have lost our purpose as believers. The comforts of life has caused us to lose where we need to be. Some of you are going to catch what twenty-two is all about really quickly. Don't you tell nobody. You think you know what it's about, you come talk to me. I'll confirm or deny. But church, it's time to get back To our purpose as believers in the church. Now I've been told that denominations are man-made. Yes, they are. I've been told that denominations has what's ruined the church of God. Not the denomination, but the church of God. You know what? You're right. You're right. Y'all don't tell nobody at the state office that I said this, but there's times that I get so sick and tired to go into some of these meetings and nothing comes out of it. I get so sick and tired, I'm going to tell y'all something. If this church sends me to a state meeting, I don't go play golf. I don't don't even own a set of golf clubs. Somebody in this church, I won't tell you who he is, but he lives in Huntsville, Alabama, sent me a picture of the little toy golf club set. He said, now you got golf clubs. That's the only set I got. I believe that if the church wants to get back to our purpose as believers... I'm not telling us to demolish denomination because that... I'm going to tell you something. The church of God is a denomination. There's a lot of legalities on this on one side that we don't have to deal with at our local level because it's dealt with somewhere else. There's enough that we got to deal with here on the local side. When I was 19 years old and became the administrative pastor of a church, I never dreamed that... 27 years later, all of the junk that had to be dealt with today. Never in a million years did I ever dream we need to get back to the, Brother Andy. you ain't read scripture yet. I'm getting there. I'm trying to lay you a foundation for where we're going. church, some of you are old enough that you can think back, and it would have never crossed your mind to ever have locked the doors of a church building during service times. Some of you probably don't even remember doors be. I'm, I'm just kidding. But the art we never dreamed of the church shootings that are going on in our world. Forget world in our nation. Forget nation in our state. Forget state in our county. Brother Kevin, Valley ain't that far away. Lest I remind you, the very first sermon I preached here I said this, we're on a dead-end street, but we so don't serve a dead-end God. Being on a dead-end street means something. You know why? Because we're more vulnerable, they say, to stuff happening and stuff going on. We're further away. I've called the cops before. I know how long it takes them to get here. I know how long it's time for the believers to get back to the purpose of what we're supposed to be in the church. Romans chapter 8. Take a look at what it says, verse 28 and 29. We know. For me to know something, that means I got to know it. For me to know something means I got to believe in it. I know there's a a little bottle of hand sanitizer in my pocket. I know it's there. For me to know something means I've got to trust and believe on what I'm saying. And church, we know. For those that love God, I would ask who loves God, but I'm afraid of what the answers might be. We need to get back to the purpose of what the church is supposed to be about. But we know that those who love God, all things, me and Sister Carrie has gone through some really bad times. Not between us, but us together as a family. There's been times that we have sat down at the kitchen table or we've sat down on the couch. We have read this verse out loud because I know I can depend. I can't depend on man. But I know that I can depend on God. For we know that all things work together for the good. Church, all things work together for good for those who are called according. Church, it's time we get back to His purpose. I know I'm the pastor of this church. Did anybody know that? I know that I'm the pastor of this church. But it's not my purpose that we come to this house. It's not my purpose that we come here. But it is God's purpose. Look at verse 29. We come together for His purpose. For those who He foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of God's Son. Look church, you've got to understand God knew us before we was formed in our mother's womb. He predestined every I am not preaching predestination. God predestined us to be made in the image of God's only begotten Son. But there's so many that have turned their back on the cross of Calvary. I want to go to church. for. I want to show. I want to feel good. I want, a, I want somebody that's going to hype me up. I want somebody that's going to make me feel better about myself. You know, I've really done a whole lot of bad things this week. I need somebody that's really going to make me feel better. There's churches out there going to do that for you. Everybody's quiet. Because y'all know that I'm telling the truth. But church we was conformed in the image of the Son of God Himself. And because we are formed in the image of God Himself. Guess what? God's Word says that Jesus said that He was holy. Be ye holy because I am holy. There's a lot of church folks today that want to live like a heathen, want to live like hell itself Monday through Saturday, and they want to come into the house on church uh, into a church house on Sunday morning so somebody can see them. Go back, go back, go back to twenty twenty eight. It's not my purpose. It is God's purpose that we are called. And it's time we get back to the purpose of God. There's zero way I'm going to do any if I'm going to finish this outline. As a whole outline. It's on the website. You need to go read it because I'm going to pick back up here next Sunday. But I'm going to tell you something church. You've got to understand God has called us for His purpose. Not for what we want to do in and of our own self. Because I'm going to tell you something. There's some of us that our purpose was to sit in the recliner this morning. There's some of us that could have laid on the couch this morning. There's some of us that could have stayed in bed. Don't raise your hand. I didn't come here to see any one of you. I came here to be in the presence of God. We've gathered together for His purpose. Now it's time we start acting like it. Now this church is an awesome church. You just don't, don't think I'm, I'm, I'm throwing down on this church because I'm going to tell you something. This church is an awesome church. This church He's got a great group of people. But Brother Kevin, just because we've got a great group of people doesn't mean that we have not got somewhere we can grow in God. Does anybody in here think you're as close to God as you need to be? Would you please, please, by all means, raise your hand because I need to talk to you. Live feed, if you're aware you need to be and as close to God as you can ever get, I need you to text me, 205 642 I want to talk to you. but when we're here for the purpose of getting close to God. I've told a couple, I'm going to say this in closing. because I, Look, I've seen, seen the song line up and I was like, "Woo, come on! I don't know about, y'all don't tell the praise team I said this. But I'm going to tell you something. They've gotten gooder and gooder Y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you something. It's been some good singing. Now if we can just get some decent preaching. Church, let me tell you. We've got a great church. We've got a great group. We need to get closer to God. We do not need to forget the purpose that God has called us for. He's called us for a reason and a purpose. I'm gonna give you the. I think there's five of them. I'm gonna give you these, and I'm gonna close because this is something I want you to really look at over this next week. He's called us to determine a persistent effort. He's called. Oh, this this next one is boy. I'm gonna tell you something. Some of y'all are going to try to figure out when I'm going to talk about this next and you ain't going to be here. The next one is to desire a to desire a positive attitude. There are some church folks that cannot look on the good thing of anything. Somebody give them a hundred dollar bill they'd look at it and say, that one's old. Somebody wrote on it. That's not the newly meant one. It's been crumbled up. Well, if you don't like it, give it to me. It still spins. Hello? Come on now. It's time that the church quit having a sour attitude and let's get a positive attitude. Come on. We need to, this this is a good one. We need to start displaying a productive, people are watching you. People are watching you and you can destroy your witness in one second that you've built 15 years. It's time we start being a productive example of the Son of God to those around us. Look at the next one. The last one. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, I got to make that bigger. Woo. The last one. It's time we start demonstrating a. Par- Look, I can tell people all day long I love them. Actions is going to speak louder than those words. Do y'all hear me? Now I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. There's half of you that's called my cell phone and I don't answer. If you start thinking I don't answer because I'm screening my calls, don't think that. But I'm on the phone with somebody else. And I want to give them the undivided attention that you're wanting. Now there's some people I'm going to screen their calls. I'm not going to say who they are. But I'm going to tell you something. It's time that we start demonstrating, not just saying, but demonstrating the love of God. There's so many that's in our world today that they need to know that somebody loves them. Would you stand all over this house? I don't know about you, but I feel like I've been to church today. I feel like I've been in the presence of God today. God may have want, uh, the devil may have wanted to stop this service, but God had better plans. The devil may have wanted to keep, keep you at home today, but God had a better plan. The devil may want wanted to destroy your life, but God had a better plan. The devil may have wanted to give you a bad week, but God had a better plan. It's time we start working ourselves in the purpose of God. Would you bow your heads for me this morning? Church, we're fixing to pray. I need you to get a hold of God. I know that we pray over specific things all the time. But church... Church, this morning you've got to understand. Church, you've got to understand that it is about getting close to God. Getting into the presence of God. So, this morning, I don't, I don't remember how many, how many Sundays we have to the end of this year, but we're going to have specific things we're going to be praying about. Live feed, in house. This Sunday, what we're praying about is ourselves getting the desire that God wants us to have. I got lots of desires, but my desire needs to be in tune with God. Would you help me to pray about that? Would you help me to... Not not you pray for me, but you pray for yourself. Oh, we ain't supposed to pray for ourselves. Oh, yeah, you are. I want you to pray that God would change your desires to be in tune with God. Live feed, would you join us in that as well? Dear Heavenly Father, God, as we come to you today, God, I want to thank you and I want to praise you. God, I'm asking that my desires get changed and that my desires line up with your desires for my life. I know that I've got things planned. I know that I've got a purpose. I know that I've got a meaning for my life. But I need all of that to line up with what you want. God, I need you to change my desires. I need you to help my desires to line up with where you would have them to be. God, I know that there's things in this world that would distract us and try to, try to get us confused and try to turn us into do all these other things. But God, this morning, in-house, live feet alike, we're praying that you would turn our desires to what you would have our desires to be. Father, I thank you for that and I praise you. In-house, you're continuing to pray. Live feed, thank you so much for being a part of our services today. Join us back this afternoon at 5 o'clock. Continue to check out our website for all things CV. May God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you